Hey, it's January 2024, and welcome to another season of Gun Stuff TV. Hey, we appreciate you guys being patient as we're working out our technical difficulties. I have a feeling that some of the Facebook and the streaming problems were due to that strange, uh, it must be a UFO right behind me. It looks like a cloud in the sky, which we don't ever see here in Arizona, that must be interfering with our beaming up to the satellite. So we appreciate you guys hanging in there. We've got a great show for you today. Our show, Zero Delta, Psionics and Pure Precision. We've got some great gear for you guys to look at. You're going to be impressed. And uh, uh, we're going to answer some great questions for you. Be sure to log in if you're on our Facebook. Ask your questions during the show, and we'll bring them up to ask our guests uh, the things that you're interested in. If you're watching on Rumble, do the same, and we'll monitor those and bring them in as well. Hey, this has been, this has been a great week for news, 2024, right? So, the, the numbers have come in. Chicago, congratulations, Chicago. You lead the nation in having the most homicides for 12 straight years. That's a great accomplishment. I know you're proud of it. Uh, and uh, New York and Los Angeles are way, way behind. And now, uh, the reason why we know you're doing just so good is because of your excellent uh, legislative prowess. And the uh, whole state of Illinois is jumping on the bandwagon. We're excited about it. You are too, I'm sure, if you're in Illinois. If you have what is called an assault weapon, I'm not sure what that means. It seems to me that any firearm is going to do some damage, but there are some that they don't like. I, they might be black. I don't know how what the, what the criterion is, but you have to have it registered already by now if you live in Illinois. So make sure you've done that. Head on over to your local police station. Tell them that uh, you meant to get it done and uh, you're sorry about it. And, uh, uh, you know, if they uh, put you in jail, you'll be doing exactly what they want is putting law abiding citizens in jail. Because I'm just wondering about all those murderers in, in Chicago. I wonder if they've turned in their weapons now or registered them. What a great idea. What a great idea. We're going to have the criminals register their weapons. Oh, the criminals, that means you and me. I I'm trying to guess that most of those murderers, if they don't care about shooting people, they don't really care too much about registering weapons. Congratulations, Illinois, the height of hypocrisy. You guys are doing it worse than anybody, and we expect those statistics to go skyrocketing in 2024, and uh, you'll have even more murders in Chicago. Congratulations on government overreach. Uh, having the intended consequence of destroying our fabric of uh, life and family life in the city of Chicago. Hey, if you would go there, if you're not in Chicago, I don't think you're going to go there to tour unless, uh, well, you can't bring your firearms, so good luck. Hey, I want to bring along our co-hosts today. And you know what? Since being the first day of the show, I never what know what these buttons are going to do. And I'm going to push one right now and see what happens. <laughs> oh, holy Toledo. We've got Ursula back. Yay. Happy New hey. Year and Happy, happy New, New Year. Year to Scott Kiefner, all the way from Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Thank you, guys. What do you think? Um, aren't you excited for the state of Illinois? What do you think, Scott? <laughs> Man, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy 
show going on up there. Uh, I, I lived up there for a while. I worked at, you know, I, I as part of me being an air marshal, you know, I flew out of the uh, the, the airport up there, and I mean, I had to live up there, and it was it was it was kind of crazy. I mean, everything that was is. Bad. Yeah, that was then, and now it's even worse. And it's kind of it's kind of nuts how the rest of the 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 rest of that state is just farm country, and then mm-hmm. they just the the that one that one corner of the that one corner of the state right there just is just got so many consolidated people that just vote that way. So they just run just one little piece, one little small piece of that state runs the rest of the state just because they get so many bodies. It's kind of it's kind of ridiculous. Now, mm-hmm. Ursula, I got a question for you. You being in law enforcement and all. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so Ursula, uh, I know there's probably you, you might have some people incarcerated from the great state of Illinois. Have they been doing any talking about how they can register their firearms and the assault weapons? I bet the the <laughs> scuttlebutt is really you know on cell block D. They're all talking about <laughs> it, aren't they? Of course they are. Not like oh. first of all, Chicago totally or just Illinois just straight up just played themselves because it's not going to change anything at all. Yeah. And then on top of that, we already know what the best way that if you actually own a gun in Chicago, or I keep saying Chicago, when people think of Illinois, they always think of Chicago. Yeah. So if you're in Illinois, I just think that mass noncompliance will resolve this issue. Hey, I'm glad you, you know mentioned that because so far 15,000 people have registered their firearms. Uh, by <laughs> our calculation, that leaves about 3 million <laughs> unregistered. And uh, I hope they got enough jail, jail cells for all those bad yep. people. I'm just saying, because it totally worked with the whole pistol brace thing. I'm oh, yeah, saying. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Hey, hey, guys, I, 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 did you get my email earlier? earlier? We're going to have our featured firearm. I gave mm-hmm. you a heads up, mm-hmm. but I know it was a little bit late. Our featured firearm today uh, is the Colt Python. Now, I call this jewelry. This is like uh, Second Amendment jewelry because I've got one here in the studio. It is beautiful. It's uh, it's absolutely incredible. It is a work of art. Did you it get is, one for Christmas? Uh, you no. Know. <laughs> <laughs> it's jewelry for the Second Amendment. And, and uh, Scott, I'm going to let you start off with it. And uh, I've got it right here in the studio with me. But yeah. with, uh, by the magic of television, we're going to pass this through the Ethernet. And, and, over okay yeah so uh, scott tell us about it yeah so this one is uh, a little bit different in the fact that uh this one has 30 percent more steel in the rear sight uh the everything about this model is very similar to other models that we've shown in the past but this is again this is stainless highly polished uh the the interchangeable front sights and the wood grips on on this one but the the really cool piece of this is the fact that they've added more weight just up in the up in the upper uh rear sight uh quadrant on this so that basically it gives you a little more uh little more mass there when it comes to handling all that recoil so what do you think about that ursula oh my god i was just wiping my prints off it because it started to look all sludgy in the glare and i'm like <laughs> yeah, this is the this is the this is the uh, this the compact carry model. This thing is meant to is meant to be a, a small cannon. You know, you're supposed to be able to really uh, carry carry some considerable firepower. But yeah, I would totally carry this. It's six yeah. rounds though. The weight's actually pretty good. Doesn't because uh, you know how I am in the summertime. It doesn't feel like it would totally weigh down like your booty shorts, but yeah. uh, <laughs> but it feels pretty good. And the double action and sing are not bad on it at all. So. Yeah. 
yeah, that thing's got to be it's it 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 that's going to be a really cool piece. But uh, it's it's meant to be something that's meant to be carried. Uh, it's meant to be uh, be able to be tucked in and be able to be uh, concealed a little bit. So the barrel's shorter, the the pistol grip is a little shorter. So everything's been tightened tidied up on it a little bit, uh, but still got that good uh, fit package. So it's going to be a really good piece. Yeah, Ursula, a question for you. Now, it says on here two and a half inch barrel. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know that. You know, reading it on the internet, two and a half doesn't really sound that big, but it, it looks like it'll do the job. Now, yeah. I know what you're going to say, and don't already say it. You know, already knows. Like, I'm yeah. like. Mm. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy, Happy New Year! Yeah. yeah, thank you, thank you for restraining yourself. Hey, look, it's all about how you work it. I'll just throw that out there. Yeah. So, just well, look, at, look at that. What do you think? I I like it. I think yeah. especially it's with the weight, plenty of length, plenty of length. Girth is pretty good. Girth oh. is what matters. <laughs> I knew it was going to get one in here. Anyways, oh, so anyways, uh, weight's good. Does manage uh, recoil really well. And one thing I actually like about it a lot that a lot of people don't think about is look at that hammer. You see how wide it is for your thumb? Oh. There's no way you're going to miss that. So yeah. adjustable sights. It actually feels really good. I don't think you're missing like a nice leather holster to go with this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let me try it again. I just want to get my hands on it. I, you had it for too long. <laughs> it, it, am I right? It's like jewelry. Yeah, it feels really it, good. It is incredible. And that's something you want to pass down to is still an heirloom piece. Oh, so. yes. Yeah, they've taken a revolver here and made it into a work of art. Now, regularly 1700 or 1750 the gun stuff price is $1,299. That's a pretty decent price, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. And it'll last forever. Yep. Hey, uh, you know, we've got a big show ahead of us here, and we got a late start, so I think we're going to leave it right there. We'll come back with our first guest right after this quick commercial break. Protecting those who serve to protect us is the mission of Ventus Respiratory Technologies, who are dedicated to the development of respiratory systems designed to shield those in the most hazardous environments. The rate of respiratory illness in military personnel versus the general population is roughly double. Our challenge was to build something small, lightweight, compact. We saw that there was a protection gap where the respiratory tract was not being protected day to day. So our goal and our mission is to protect that. Hey, I appreciate you guys being on here today and checking in with us. Our first guest, Zero Delta. Now, let me see if I can bring them aboard. And uh, ZeroDelta.com. Hey, guys. Glad hey to have you How back. You we hey. got Chad Wiley with us, right, Chad? And who's yes, there yes, with sir. you? Mike Willis. Hey, Mike. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks for lending us your uh, computer. In the last minute, Chad's <laughs> computer blew out. It was me. I was technical difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> well, we understand it. You know, coming from a company that can't afford the whole alphabet in their names, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris we, fire started to get in the air. We figured yes. you probably can't afford much. Is that a Commodore 64 you guys are coming in on? <laughs> <laughs> Look, they got dollars. At, so cool, At least my barrel's 20 inches. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And that run around a little two inch. Yes. His little two inch barrel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm have to Great. stop here. In fact, let's quit this before it gets worse. <laughs> Chad, uh, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about uh, Zero Delta? Just to, 
some background information. All right, so uh, Zero Delta started by a um, former Green Beret, and his name's Pat Harrigan. Um, it's had a lifelong history in since its inception of, of Pat's vision of quality. Um, they brought in a couple of partners over time, you know, to, to increase manufacturing capacity as well as the financial status, both the owner. We have an owner that's a CFO, owner that's over the uh, manufacturing facility, and then Pat, who's now running for Congress, um, which we all, you know, hope, hope he gets in the office he's running in this area. But uh, it's, it's had a long history of his focus and vision on quality and his background and, you know, special forces and that kind of thing um, to be able to provide customers with, you know, that mid to higher tier quality AR-15 that I think everybody's, you know, after, but at an affordable price. We're a full, we're a full fledged manufacturer. We manufacture about 75 to 80 percent of our parts. We've got a couple different tier levels. Um, we've got the entry level rifle, which is exactly that. It's an entry level rifle for people who want to plink and have an extra rifle. To, I dare say truck gun, but I know people do it. Um, that's a stigma in the industry. But if you want a truck gun, if you wanted just a you know AR beater to run out in the backyard and go shoot beer cans or trash piles or whatever, we've got that for you. And then we've got all the way to the the gun you're seeing here, which is kind of a, a brainchild of, of the owners that never really went anywhere that Mike and I, who were, we're, we're both highly competitive shooters. We um, run matches. This is actually how I met you guys yeah. through my fiance, Sarah, with Proving Grounds. Um, oh, and congrats, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. congratulations. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Um, we've, we've uh, really been focused. This DM20, as we call it, that you're seeing right now, um, the vision for that is – you break it out of the box, you put a scope on it, you take it to a match, and you win with it. Um, that's that's the truth. We've had probably seven months of development with the barrel, just the barrel, which is the key to gas gun precision. Um, you know, we, we, we spent a lot of time. We went back and forth, had several different iterations of it. I've got some of the best shooters in the country um, that's testing those for me. Including us, we I never I would never let it go to anybody until I could at least get an MOA out of it. And we're seeing anywhere from 0.5 to 0.8 inch groups um, with multiple ammo. Now people will say I want this barrel to be a 250 and below price point because I believe that everybody should be able to afford proper precision rifles and be able to compete and not have to spend you know a thousand dollars on a barrel. I know how much money's in a barrel. I know how much processes are in a barrel. There's no barrel on the market worth a thousand dollars. Not for an AR. I'm just, it's just, just that's in my opinion. Um, so we went, we, it took a lot of time. It looked, took a lot of effort. Um, it wasn't easy, but we wanted to have an AR 15 barrel that was competitive, priced right, sub MOA with multiple types of ammo. That's the key. Anybody can do that with a, I'm a hand loader. I can make that barrel a 0 0.3, 0 0.4 all day long by myself, but to really dial it down and get it. It, there was some some proprietary things that I had to work with to, to get that done, but we got it, um, and we're going to release those here um, at Shot Show. That that model will range around twenty anywhere from twenty two to twenty five hundred, depending on how you you take it. But it's it's got all the bells and whistles: C one fifty eight bolt, bolt four sixteen R barrel, heavy taper profile. Um, the gun's weighted properly. It 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 balances about midway of the rifle. The the the, the grip, the texturing on the grip was picked purposely it's a ambi bolt release from the factory um as a matter of fact that's a billet receiver set it's hand matched 
um, from the factory, we, we make sure they're pinned. You can see no daylight and you can see no movement between those two on purpose. And each built rifle gets faced and trued before we assemble it and properly torqued and, and that kind of thing. So there's a lot of, that's, I'm talking about it a long time because it's my baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, no, I love it. No, that, man. Yeah, go for it. Rifle. That, I mean, that's, that's, I'm that's, not, at, no one's going to get assaulted with this, are they? It's, <laughs> it's more of a competition rifle that, yeah. th because I'm worried about folks in Illinois having to register this thing. Uh, that's if they can get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a yeah. Good they, they can go from rooftop to rooftop. This thing is, um, we were seeing, you know, half MOAs at 500. We've got, oh, wow. you know, a thousand yards with, with good ammo. But, um, yeah. you know, it's, it's, I would not release that gun until it was absolutely right. And it's going to release at SHOT Show. I have four samples that we're running. Um, he and I just shot two this last weekend at our DMR match that we hold. Mm -hmm. Rifles did fine. Um, I've got a, a current ranger instructor that's this this testing it for me on the side. I've got a really good competitor that's former sniper that's working with us. So I mean, we we've got the lineage to get these things out in people's hands and get actual real time feedback. And and these guys, we're all shooters, so it's not like you know I'm sitting here with a shirt and tie trying to absorb information from somebody that I don't understand what they're saying. <laughs> if that thing sucked, they'd have told me it sucked. Right. And it. In, in an open forum in front of everybody so it would be embarrassing. Um, and that's what I want. You know, we, we don't want to have anything out there that's this bad. So we've got – I'm going to the, interject here because I, I just noticed that the time is flying by and that we so, have got even more media to go through. Go ahead. So I was going to ask about um, the new Zulu, but I didn't know if we had media for that yet. Well, here, let's, let's go what, through what we have. It, it'll, it'll probably pop up. Let's so, see. What is this thing here? What do we got here? That's the uh, that's that's new. For, that's the one. So that's the modular pistol. Um, that pistol can be three guns. The cool thing about that pistol, we just recently kind of found out about it. As we start shipping those overseas, there are countries that there are governments who are I don't want to get political. But their governments are terrible, and they'll only allow you two to three guns, right? So that gun, that that firearm, we did. It was an unintentional consequence. That gun's actually three guns, but one serial. So you can change the dust cover, the upper, the, the all that, and and switch it up, and it turns into three different pistols just based off the frame. Okay. Is it three different? Is is also three different pistols in different calibers, or is it three different pistols, same caliber, just same caliber. variations? Same caliber. We never okay. we didn't yeah. go as far as doing the the conversions, but you could do a like a lone wolf conversion barrel or whatever, and switch go from forty to nine. We didn't okay. release the forty, but. Now it looks like some optics here. What? What? Uh, am I confused? Uh, yep, that's U.S. optics. We've got three. We've got U.S. optics, unbranded AR, and zero delta. And U.S. optics is part of our family as well. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Look at but this. Looks beautiful here. Golly, yeah. Look at that. Uh, that's actually my gun. I think uh, the beginning of my gun before it was painted. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the that was the proto prototype DM twenty. Very nice. And then what do we got here? So that's the. Um, Sister to the one, it's a solid frame, um, Gen 3 compatible Glock clone. It's going to be the sub-400 gun because it's a solid frame. The, the one's more like an $800 gun. It's got a pack that comes with different back straps and, and different pieces and features. Um, that's the one. Mm -hmm. That's the, the the frame kit. Oh, okay. I you know, see it now. You can, you can buy the frame kit, change the dust cover, get the slides, change the back strap, change the mag well. Every bit of that's uh, interchangeable, if you will. Very cool. Uh, 
Okay. So we've got that one, and then the one you just showed before that, which is the solid frame pistol, which is the FKS-9, which will come out at SHOT Show. And we're actually going to give away, if you come by the booth, um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we're going to give away a gun a day if we scan your name and, and go through that process. And then on the last day, you'll get the first release serial number, low serial number eight or nine, we actually look, of the FKS-9 pistol. So somebody will get a single-digit serial number of a nice. pistol that's just recently been released. Hey, I'll tell you what, then one of the three of us will be there. We'd love to stream, <laughs> live stream that giveaway. Yeah, yep. yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And it'll be from 3.30 to 5 when we have our happy hour. So you okay, can grab it. Okay, Michelle, the producer yeah. in the background, write that down. 3.30, we know where we need to be then. Uh, oh, man. They've got, I, got I was, so much great product. Ursula, I know, last so, words here. Uh, no, so I wanted to, to chat about the Zulu too because one thing I um, – been hearing a lot of rumblings about is that more and more people want to save money going into the election year. They want to actually put money into like, you know, ammo, good guns, extra guns, things like that. So when I saw that the Zulu 2 popped up with uh, starting at, you know, 590, and I think the highest that I saw on here configured was like maybe 650. I want to say yeah. that's like a yeah. damn good price for an yeah. AR. I haven't seen like sub $800 good ARs in like, what, three, four years, Scott, maybe? I mean, yeah. you can so, find them lower, but I mean, they're not good. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not, they're not, they're so, not going to be on that level. Yeah. So here, okay, wind that back. Um, that is our middle tier gun. We have a tier um, that we sold to Davison's. It's an entry level gun. Mm -hmm. It's called the ZRO one. Okay. And I think dealers are selling those for four seventy five. Oh wow! Really? Oh, oh wow! And wow, wow, wow! Um, I've been told by a dozen people or more that we have the best quality, low, lower priced rifle in the market right now. I could, I, I, I could give you a number, which is between Davis and I, but we've sold a lot. We're in over 1200. We went from 300 dealers to 1200 uh, dealers in the last two months with that one rifle. And it's, oh, I can definitely see why well, it's redefined. Can... Manu it, it's manufacturing processes. Our coding, uh, coding company that's really good to us is right across the street. So we have no money in shipping back and forth. I mean, we really are blessed. Yep. We're been really blessed with, with our manufacturing processes and how we oh. control coding companies. Well, folks, yeah. we're going to have to wrap it up there. Uh, a lot of exciting products. I tell you what, we just scratched the surface. Uh, look, let's meet up at shot. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do the live streaming yeah. there. We'll get you some folks some more, and we're going to have to have you come back later uh, yep. on our show in the very near future. Um, my Chad, thanks a lot for being with us today. Thank you. With thanks for having me. Uh, we've got some beautiful firearms there. And you folks, stay tuned. We'll be right back after this quick break. Psionics. Psionics and Gio Lepera is with us from Psionics. You guys have got some great products. We were talking to you a little bit before the show. Uh, so we've got some, some great photos yep. here. Uh, yes. Just to start off a question for you. Um, these products, I mean, 
they kind of took my breath away just looking at the media. The quality and so forth is incredible. Uh, you know, are they affordable? Just tell us a little bit more what we're looking at here. In fact, I have uh, a couple pictures here. Maybe I ought to zoom in on this first, and you can, because we're getting right in. What exactly is this one, for example? Yeah. So th this is the option, and, and this is a purpose-built tactical night vision monocular. So it's, I think of it as the digital version of a PVS-14. Now, uh, the, are they affordable? Uh, you have to look at night vision in from two directions, cost of ownership and affordability. Uh, a product may be low cost to buy, but then how long does it last you and what kind of maintenance do you have? How how much does it cost to actually own it? Um, the the option is on the market at um, uh, $2,500, uh, which it's about par for a... Uh, a night vision device. It does offer you all of the digital digital features of that we're all accustomed to, recording both the videos and images, uh, onboard GPS and Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. Uh, but the great thing about this is that because it's a solid state technology without proprietary sensor, it doesn't have any degradation over time like a standard i square tube of PVS-14 would have. So this product is going to be as good when you buy it as it would be a couple of years down the road. And we all know that a standard night vision device, the best it's going to look is the day you buy it. From there on, the, the tubes degrade over time. You expose them to the wrong light level. They burn off. Mm -hmm. So they have all kinds of those issues. I, I this one, I yeah. You guys knew that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, one of the so much research into night vision because, like, it is such an investment. So, like, night vision is cheap. So, of course, no. we're up here, like, nerd out for like years on end before we actually pull the trigger on it. So, that's why we, we kind of knew that. Hey, Scott, looks like you got something <laughs> in your hand there. Uh, so, they had sent in a unit, and this is the unit that they sent in, and this is what we've been running for quite some time. Uh, very, very clean unit. Uh, it's, it's one of these that's set up to run just like a PVS 14, but, uh, it's all digital. So it's one of the, one of the cool things about this is that, uh, when, if you get into, uh, certain areas, you can take these into areas. Like if, if you're going into, uh, other parts of the world where, uh, you can't take certain things, right? So if you're going to, you know, be deployed to a certain space, then this is also something that you could all that you could use in in that that environment. So this thing has a big battery on the back. This allows this to run for a very long time. Now I just have this temporarily set up right now uh, because this is just a test unit. It'll go back to them at the end of the at the end of the episode here. But this battery keeps this thing. Running all night long a uh, couple questions popped up on on uh, facebook so um i'm assuming this is running gun tactics or rng tactics i don't know yeah. they would like to know how does it compare to a pvs 14 style and how does it do in extremely low light so let me so the, 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 on both you and scott because y'all played with yeah. it and i'm kind of mad at scott right now <laughs> she's <laughs> mad at me yeah so sorry bad. The uh, the product uh, it does pretty well in, in extremely low light situation. Our sensor can works down all the way to less than one, one millilux, which is about moonless starlight. 
Now, at the end of the day, you're still going to need reflected energy or reflected light for our product to work. So if you walk in into a completely dark room where there is no illumination at all, you're going to need to go active. Um, you're going to have to use an illuminator. The nice part about our product, again, that it's above and beyond a PVS-14 or a traditional I-square, we can actually see all the way up to 1,200 nanometers. Um, from 400 to 1200. A human eye sees from 400 to about 800. Um, night vision goes from 400 to 1000. What's nice about our extended uh, capabilities that you can use out of band illumination. So you could use illuminators that can only be seen by our technology and not seen by traditional night vision devices, giving you sort of a, a leg up on, on whoever you, you may be encountering. Um, but if you're outside in moonless starlight where you have the full starlight illuminated in the full field, the product does extremely well. Mm -hmm. so $2,500? Is that what you said before? That's incredible. Yep. Uh, and, for this kind of technology. So another question from uh, JL Underwood on Rumble. He would like to know, uh, what about input delay? Okay. Um, or oh, lag. So lag. The, <laughs> we, um, we did our... We put our best people on this and we uh, held nothing back. Our, our sensor is actually processed through what's called an FPGA. In layman's terms, it means that we have only hardware going from the front of the sensor to the display. There is no in the middle software that can delay anything. We also process the image 15 lines at a time and send that to the display. So when you couple that with a 90 Hertz refresh rate on the product, we have a less than one frame worth of lag. You would have to shake your head really fast back and forth to notice lag. Um, in comparison to our previous products, like the Aurora, the Aurora had a one frame lag or so, so you could tell when you're moving around. Now with this product, we also uh, create, uh, the system can also run at 90, 60, and 30 hertz. So 90 gives you the lowest lag, lowest motion blur, and at 30 hertz gives you the maximum low light capability. So you have options on what you're doing, sitting and staring, or if you're moving around and tracking. Yeah, which came in really handy for us in the training that we had went through, went through a standard night vision course with rifles and shooting and everything. And this performed extremely well, uh, did everything that we'd expect it to uh, in the night vision realm. But then uh, one of the cool things is, is that, like you said, if you go into an area where uh, you need to operate in a different uh, different gigahertz or whatever yeah. that that you can you can see the the higher rates so this will then operate in an, in a different level that no one else can see so you can then use different lighting different different types of uh stuff like that and be able to see, be able to see and when the others wouldn't be able to you know so you what you have is you have a lot of um military and others that are going to these higher higher levels that uh to so that way that they're not being seen well now these this is a, 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 a easy option to be able to pick up that can operate in that realm so that's yeah, one of the so one of the got, huge advantages you have here. we got a question here is it waterproof yeah so the the product is mil 810g tested ip67 waterproof which means you can actually put it underwater one meter up to 30 minutes 
One other thing that we did um, was when we looked at the MIL-810G specification for optics, most of them are tested at the 1.2 meter, about four feet uh, dropped, right? They, they think dropping from your hip or dropping from the back of a, of a truck. Um, our thought process was, well, our camera is being used at head height, which is approximately 1.8 meters to two meters. So we actually tested this product from a drop from two meters exceeding the mil 810G requirement um, that is used for your standard PVS-14. So we pushed the limits on, on this product. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, another, another question here. Russ661 on Rumble would like to know, what does it weigh? Oh, that's a good question. Ah. Yeah, it looked like it, it uh, on your helmet, Scott. It, it, okay, it what looks does it weigh compared to a 15 or PBS 14? Because like right now, I'm like, I'm being kind of selfish. I'm over here like shopping, <laughs> low key. Like, man, should I just get this over a 14? Like, well, so what's nice about it, it's about 400 grams. Uh, both the the okay, product and the and the battery. That sounds like a lot. Is that like a half of an elephant trunk? Uh, <laughs> We're in um, America here. Uh, okay, I'll help y'all out. All right, so 400 grams comes out to 14.11 ounces. Oh, that's yes. that's okay. negligible. Yeah, correct. But what's nice about the product is that the battery and the product are approximately the same weight. Okay. So when you put the battery in the back and the product in the front, the it balances itself out, and it sort of feels like zero weight on your head because you're not struggling to hold your helmet up or down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Scott, you were saying that battery lasted most of the night, right? Yeah, it lasted. It lasted all night, and uh, it went in and went into the second. So this was a two-day training course that we went through, and it lasted both days actually. Yep. With, with just with the battery that we had, we charged it up anyways. But it would have lasted. It would have lasted anyways. But we just wanted to be prepared and be able to get uh, some good video with it. So. So one one more question, Scott. So yeah. did you have any issues with like depth perception or anything like that? Well, you will you will have uh, certain issues with depth depth perception, but you're also trying to mitigate all these different things. So the training course that we went through was really uh, it wasn't specifically for this an option, but it was meant for just integrated night vision, being able to go through and uh, do different things, being able to operate in different different climates and uh, doing different drills, and being able to wear figure out how to wear it and and how to have this. So using all these things that you would in a position like that that really this really worked out really well in the fact that uh having that 45 degree but then we i wore mine just a little high so that way i, I when i dip my head to look at something it was right there full screen but then as i lift my head up i can see everything down below immediately right in front of me so it's just finding that balance and that, that yeah. was this this played a really really good role in that and it's one of those things it's it's not necessarily the same as a, a, a regular um, uh, PVS, uh, but the thing is, is it's a, it's a difference. So the different the different that it the difference that it does have, in my opinion, makes it stand out because so, you'll be able to use this in a lot of other places. So guys, I think we're going to have to wrap this up here. Geo, before we leave, uh, yes, we should tell our podcast listeners. I forgot to do that earlier. Our podcast listeners, how they can learn more because our our viewers are seeing the URL right here on the website. Geo, just tell our viewers uh, how they can track you down on the internet. Psionics.com is a great place to start, and then we're we're present on all uh, social media platforms. Just look us up. S-I-O-N-Y-X dot com. 
hey, well, thank you so much for being on the show. We'll have to have you back. Uh, yes. And uh, you I'll know, be a cha cha. We'll see you there. We'll see you there. And, and also, I'm going to have to have somebody kind of protect me here. I'm going to ask him. Marshall at arms to come in here because I'm going to get roughed up by Ursula because she didn't get her hands on that unit. I know. I'm like, yeah. Okay. So folks like that, you see this background. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. So we'll be right back with our last guest, pure precision right after this quick break. Thursdays right here uh, and you can find us on Facebook a rumble and Twitter hey and uh, don't be calling me during the show thank you <laughs> so much hey let's bring on our last guest here and let's see if we can bring them on right here pure precision okay so uh, John thanks for waiting in the background I see we got all the internet working we can even read your background thanks for being there yeah. Hey, I was taking a look at the material when we were laying out the show. Uh, you've got something a little different than than a lot of folks, and and it's uh, something to really hang your head on. John, tell us a little bit about the background of, of Pure Precision. Uh, yeah, no problem. Uh, Pure Precision originally started as Mesa Precision Arms back in 2017. Uh, we started a really really neat company there. My business partner Chad Dreher. Just so happens we were both formerly in the Marine Corps, uh, served in the early 2000s and uh, got along real well. And uh, we, we've been in the industry for a while, so we, we brought some of these, these products to long-range hunting and shooting, kind of our, our niche. Uh, even though we're on the military side, I guess, we, we really fit well in the, in the hunting world uh, with our products. Not saying we don't build uh, tactical-style weapons or competition rifles because we, we still shoot uh, competitively today, uh, moving into just a year ago, we, we transitioned to pure precision, uh, pure precision. It was a decision made due to a uh, trademark infringement. That was, that was kind of silly and we were wasting a lot of money on. So we decided to, uh, take the money uh, from lawyers and, and put it towards new products and development. And, uh, well, I don't know why rock. you would do that. The lawyers are a disadvantaged group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and uh we don't we don't really want to get into it too much we were we were totally within the right it's just yeah. uh there's certain folks and companies in this world that want to make things hard uh to the little guys and now it, it just uh gave us a shot in the arm to to move forward and uh and start uh competing with the big guys hey i yeah. think this is pretty great branding if you ask me i love your logo love the name and i love the products and you guys sent us lots of uh media here and let me see yeah I'm going to uh, bring it out here. We got more than we're going to possibly be able to use. But uh, just to, as a brief introduction, uh, who are these vicious hunters? These are got to be the people that they're talking about stopping and, and registering their firearms in the state of Illinois. Who are these guys here out there, and what are they doing? Oh, you're seeing the pure precision team. That's uh, Miss Stephanie Hakes. That's my wife. She is the uh, commander in chief, so to speak, here at the shop. Uh, that's her mule deer that she harvested. Uh, with her uh, carbon ascent rifle, and then the 
the young man just to her left shoulder is my son Bodie. Uh, you'll probably see a lot more pictures of him. How old is and he? And of course, Bodie's uh, nine years old, fixing to turn ten. Oh, okay. Next to him. Yep. Yep. And then uh, next to him is uh, above them is, is Dustin Spear. He's uh, part of the team, and that's his son Austin as well. So. Wow. Yes. I love when kids are finally getting into shooting. I know it, right? I love to see him out there getting in it. Yep. Yeah, Austin, he's actually uh, he's on the U.S. team. He's going to be going to the U.K. shooting uh, F-class. He's 14 years old. And then Bodie's wow. just start uh, competitive shooting as well. Oh, here, yeah. here here's, looks like another family shot. What do we got? Yeah, this is Bodie's first uh, deer he actually took down in Texas. Uh, you know, it's hard to find places for these, these kids to go hunt because of age restrictions. And Texas is fortunately one of the places where as long as they have a hunter safety uh, – card they can go and 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 hunt and uh so that's what we did we took Bodie down and he was able to take his first buck um it was a pretty emotional thing for the both of us he's a he's a neat kid no i don't want to be a naysayer here uh but you know part of this uh show is hard-hitting uh counter programming and uh wouldn't he be a lot better sitting at home uh down in the basement watching uh uh, TV and playing a video game, wouldn't that be a lot better use of his time than sitting out there in the fresh air with his dad, <laughs> uh, camping out and looking at this great, be big, beautiful world that we're living in? What's your take on that? No, um, that's our number one. My number one uh, goal is to, uh, to allow my kids and any other uh, kid that wants to participate in what I, I call the, the, uh, the foundation of our country, I guess. Um, you know, my family didn't immigrate here until, you know, 1900s. So we didn't, we're not, we haven't been here a long time. And in that short time, hearing their opinions on how things have changed and what the direction we're going. Um, I've been around the world, you know, been in combat. We understand what's good and what's bad out there. And I'm trying to get these, these kids uh, be able to uh, enjoy life for one, but also to take care of themselves and, and be self-sufficient for sure. Well, and it, it inoculates them against all the crap. You know, when, when people are out there and they're out in the, in, the, in the beautiful world that we're living in, it makes it pretty hard for these social media uh, overlords to inject all kinds of crap into their kids' heads and turning them into pudding. And uh, so this is a, a, a great opportunity. You know, this mm -hmm. is, this is, you know... I, this is a reason why I, I love this show, because we're actually talking to people about things that can really make a difference in your life. It's a better way of life. So you guys got a couple different uh, product lines going on, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, we do. So so just we, do, we build rifles uh, uh, from the ground up. We shoot them all, you know, from we have our own stock, our own actions. Uh, we currently use a lot of trigger tech triggers as our as our uh, trigger, and then uh, we teamed up with Helix Six uh, recently on barrels. Uh, we manufacture everything in house. Um, we do have uh, partners and sister companies that that help us, but we're we're going more vertical every day. So we went from a boutique uh, type organization to now we're we're gonna we're gonna enter the market um, in a lot of different ways. So, and your actions, what are they? Uh, what are the actions footprint? Uh, the, uh, action footprints on a Remington 700, um, a little bit different, just real quick. I'll hit on it. Uh, instead of a 90 degree bolt throw, we have a 75 degree bolt throw. It allows to keep your finger, your thumb away from the scope. Um, we also have a bayonet style, uh, firing control system that takes no tools to, to take apart. 
And uh, as you can see, this the skeleton action, so it's 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 heavily skeletonized. We're kind of like zero delta, where we like to leave letters out of the alphabet when we name things. So uh, we like we like the way it looks, though. Um, we have titanium and stainless steel. Uh, stainless steel's actions are weighing between 23 and 24 and a half ounces, depending on long or short action. And titanium, believe it or not, we're 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 approaching that 16 and a half ounce to 17 ounce range. It's it's definitely one of the lightest actions on the market, if if not ever produced with the integrated recoil lug. Uh, it's very important. But uh, yeah, it's pre-fittable. Our tolerances are set really tight, so you're going to be able to go to a us or any other barrel manufacturer that does prefit barrels and order a barrel that they can chamber there or send to your house and you just screw it on and go shoot. Nice. Yeah. And it was, but I was watching you handle the gun earlier in, in one of the scenes and you're actually handling it and you're working it and you can see just w- at how light it is as it's, as you're working the action, you can see the, how it's moving around. Uh, so what all have you guys done to your bolt here? I'm um, to your action here. Um, just aesthetically, we can see that we skeletonized the skeletonized taking material out of the recoil lug in places where it doesn't matter, uh, for strength and integrity. Um, you know, we, we really worked on the fire control system. There's a gentleman, two of them that I have to thank a lot is uh, Alex Wheeler and uh, Greg Tannell. Um, the fire control system is where we get our accuracy and functionality to where it's going to work when it's negative 20 or 130 outside. Mm-hmm. Um, Firing pin, pinfall, everything is as close to bench wrench, bench rest standards as we can for accuracy. Cock on close, you'll hear that in the bolt action world a lot. When you go to close the bolt, you don't have a clunk clunk when it's engaging the sear of the trigger. It's an actual smooth, uh, silky smooth operation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one of the things I noticed is you guys can the 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 way the bolt disassembles. Can you go into a little bit of that? For us? Oh, no problem. Yeah, we, yeah. I mean, things ha- things happen in the field. Uh, you pop a firing pin, you get a piece of ice, mud, dirt inside the uh, inside the end of the uh, firing pin hole, and all of a sudden your gun won't go boom. You it's it's basically allowing you to disassemble this out in the field to clean this out inside here or take care of any debris without having a tool. Remington seven hundreds. There's ways to get them apart, but it's basically a threaded inversion. You have to have a way to hold back the caulking piece here to to be able to get it off it's really pain big pain in the butt so that's that's what we love about this this that's one of the good really cool uh the one of the really cool upgrades that you guys have done with yours that uh like when i was in the military uh i was in the marines and i was was, uh, in state platoon and stuff like that and uh we i had a situation where i couldn't fire because stuff had gotten in there and i had to actually disassemble you know and it was one of those things i'm like why hasn't somebody fixed this and then you guys here you are with the answer so that's a that's a great piece well, my, my business partner, Chad, he's a, he was a scout sniper back in the day, and uh, you guys aren't very good. You guys know how to go boom and, uh, and, and, and engage targets out to a long ways. But when it comes to uh, gunsmithing, I call it, I just uh, – we got to make it easy, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you got to make it easy for the dumb ones, right? You know, that's the way it's- well, I, yeah, you got one job, and it's not taking apart rifles, I'll tell you that. So, <laughs> but we love you guys. We're yeah. at the end of our time. Uh, a lot of beautiful stuff. Uh, we'll love the uh, lifestyle, love the product, love the quality, love the accuracy. For people to want to learn more about Pure Precision, where do they go, John? Yeah, just on, on the internet, uh, www.pureprecision.com. And always hit, hit me up, hit us up on the social media, Instagram, Facebook. Love talking with people. 
love talking about guns and products, even if it's not ours, to help out how to help out the consumer. Yeah. Well, we, Will you guys be at Shot Show? Shot Show. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're we are we're 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 just actually going to be uh, sharing some booths, some of our products. Uh, yeah. We we have a lot of interesting things coming along. I can't divulge right now, but trust me, I'd love to when they yeah. when this stuff comes out. We'd love to be back on here and okay. and see what what we got going on. It's gonna be great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We'll certainly do it, and we'll catch up with you at Shot. That's not very long from now. Until next time, get your stuff from Gun Stuff.